Hey guys, welcome to the Elevate Podcast. I'm Axel York. I'm Eric Corbridge. Hey guys, a uh, few purposes to the show, okay? Um, a couple things as far as elevating your skill set, uh, helping you develop uh, skills that you need, uh, practical skills that you'll use in the field and in training and developing your team. Uh, we'll talk a lot about personal development, growth, having the right mindset, really taking you to the next level in sales, in life, and in your career here at V3. Guys, make sure to check back regularly to stay up to date, get some insider tips, learn what it takes to really get to the next level, and stay elevated. What's up, guys? Welcome to the Elevate Podcast. We're doing things a little bit differently for the next couple weeks. Yeah, uh, we're gonna call this the VimCon series. Yeah, I'm so loving it. We're gonna be highlighting some of the um, the greatest hits of VimCon. Oh yeah. So for those of you that don't know, VimCon is our uh, annual or semi-annual leadership uh, conference. We just returned from uh, Tahoe, and it's great. We had a awesome. two-day event. Um, had about 40, 50 people in attendance. Um, Heard from a lot of great speakers. One of them is, uh, yeah, Eric Corbridge, the one and only. Yes. So Eric's going to be uh, jumping on today and, and kind of giving a little highlight of what what he talked about at VimCon. And mm-hmm. uh, we'll be kind of pausing throughout to just kind of break down and dissect some of these points that he's covering. So Eric, take <laughs> okay, it away. Let's do this. Yeah, so... I talked a little bit about the, the, the idea of coaching and coaching versus managing. You know, it, it, for those of you, and most, most of us has probably played in some type of sport, right? Organized sport. And, you know, think back to, um, you know, people that, coaches that have been an influence on you um, in sports, or maybe it could be even a, a good teacher at, at school, right? Um, and you think about the, the impact that they had on you. And, you know, I, I know it for, for myself in the, in the couple different sports that I played in high school, I played tennis and then I swam as well. And um, the coaches were extremely different from each other. And my experience in that sport was extremely just a different experience. And I wasn't I wasn't good at either. I didn't come in uh, knowing either tennis or, or swimming. Um, I was actually horrible at both. <laughs> so. Um, but the, the experience of the, of the different coaches that I had, and just real quick, I'll, I'll explain. My, my tennis coach, he was, he was kicked back, he was relaxed. He really, honestly, didn't even help me improve my skills much. It was more of me just watching other people and other, um, yeah, other players to kind of pick up tennis and kind of, I kind of felt like I had to figure it out on my own. Um, during practices, he wasn't super encouraging. He kind of showed up and and just kind of let us do our own thing. So there wasn't a lot of structure to it. Um, uh, so it, again, I think it was fun and I had, I had a good time doing it, but I didn't, I didn't feel like I learned the sport really well. I didn't feel like I progressed. Um, certainly he didn't, he didn't push me um, super hard in, in learning it or, or becoming better. I, I, I wanted to become better. I pushed myself uh, because I wanted to figure out tennis and you know and be able to compete in the matches and not look like a total scrub. No, but look like a scrub. Yeah, yeah. Um, but um, but anyways, and, and in contrasting that with my experience in um, the in, in swimming, and uh, I totally sucked at swimming. Like, 
Actually, the only reason I went out for the swim team was there was a girl on the team. <laughs> let's always just, a girl. Let's just put it out there. There's always a girl. And I was like, I went to the first the first couple practices. I'm like, okay, I don't think this girl's even worth that. <laughs> and I was like, I'm about to dip on this whole thing. I mean, I literally couldn't make it across the pool and back without, like, literally dying. And oh, so, and, and swim practice, I mean, that's... That's what you do. You swim, and you're back and forth, and then you yeah. It's like, oh my gosh, this is this is overwhelming. Um, but anyways, I, I had a coach, and, and it was interesting when I first started. I, you know, they they had like you separated into a couple different lanes, like people that actually knew how to swim, and then I was at the very last lane with people that were like literally I, we were just drowning the whole time, and we weren't even doing the practice and then then we'd have like modified practice they're like okay for you guys you don't have to do as much you'll do this and this and then you know and then take a break you know and then they put you in the kiddie pool and then they put you in the kiddie pool here you can touch so it makes it easier just in case anyways I was totally in that in that lane the loser lane and (laughs) and uh swimming and trying to figure this out but anyways she um uh she totally saw potential in me and uh, and she would push me. She would push me hard. And I'm like, why? I felt like she was picking on me. I'm like, what is your deal? Like, and actually, it's actually it was my friend's mom that was the coach. And so I was like, okay, maybe I like offended her at one point in time or something. Like, what did I do to deserve this? Yeah. You know what I mean? Um, but I, I and, and again, Part of a good coach is seeing seeing the potential. She totally saw the potential that I that I had in swimming, and something that I didn't, I totally didn't see in myself, and I didn't recognize at the time that I had, I had potential in this sport. And so, anyways, she w- she would push me, and 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 I was uncomfortable, and I was, um, but she was also encouraging at the same time. So she was like, she was mean and ruthless, but yet she was, uh, I could tell that deep down she 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 cared about me, and um and, and it made an impact. And it certainly um, helped me to see my potential in that in that sport. And I think it even went went deeper than that. Um, you know, me doing something that I was horrible at, and and by her coaching and being an awesome coach, was able to, to take me through and progress. And the my last year swimming in high school, we actually my relay team made it to state, which was a huge deal. I mean, it was a huge deal for me. Like literally not being able to swim across the pool yeah. back and forth. The you know. A, a year before that or two years before that um and her being able to take me to that to that level i thought it was it was it was awesome and it's a a big accomplishment that i remember and reflect on and and now especially learning about leadership and and how to be an effective leader and trying to be an effective leader myself um you know i think back to these type of experiences and think okay what did what did she do that was so good what did she do that she was able to pull this pull this out of me you know what I mean something that I didn't that I didn't see and recognize and um, you know leaders and and management you know you might have a title of manager or ASM or or team lead um, but that's exactly what it is Uh, that's it's a title coaching coaching is an action you know and and so and I know not everybody listening to the podcast is a is a leader yet Um, certainly Hopefully that's the that's the goal in, in progression within the organization. But but being open to coaching, right? Um, again, if you're not in a position where you're a leader yet, um, have an open mind. If some, especially if somebody's going to take the time with you to to help you and, and coach you, um, it's at, they're doing it because they see potential in you. 
You know what I mean? And maybe you don't recognize that in yourself and maybe you don't see that in yourself. Um, but, but they do. <laughs> right. And so kind of, kind of trust that there's some trust involved with, with, um, with being coached. And you know, it's crazy to, to think about it. It's not, and it's not even that everybody needs a coach really. You know what I mean? It's like, you think of the best of the best, right? You look at, you look at Kobe Bryant when he was on the top of his game, guess what? He had obviously a coach on the court, but he also had a, had a, uh, a fitness coach, right? Yeah, my good friend Tim Grover. <laughs> Your good buddy, right? Who will probably be on this podcast one day. That's right. Right? Uh, he sure will be. Did he sign up? Did he say yes? Oh, uh, we're working out logistics. Logistics. Yeah. Okay, yeah. I'm, I'm, like, I'm pretty busy. Okay, cool. Yeah, he's like, hey, anytime, but I'm like, I've yeah, got some yeah, stuff going on. Yeah, I'll see if I can fit so, you. In. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, but yeah, I mean, you know, you look at you look at the some of the best athletes in the world, and and even the some you know high top high producing level CEOs mm-hmm. they all have coaches they all have somebody to and and, and I think sometimes the, you know as, as a as a coach you can kind of take a step back yeah. and just kind of get a, get a bird's eye view of what's going on sometimes we're so in our freaking heads mm-hmm. that we don't even see what we're doing wrong or we don't even realize that we've created this bad habit or or you know that we're not putting in as much effort as we as we should be and it you know again it's it's that idea and concept that a lot of times you can see the, the, the flaws or shortfalls of other people, and sometimes right. it's hard to see it in yourself. Mm-hmm. And so, again, having a, having a coach, having somebody to look after <clears throat> and, and keep it open, I think, is, uh, I think is crucial to anybody's development. Yeah, you know I mean? definitely. Yeah, I want to I unpack a couple points there, because, mm-hmm. I mean, there, yeah, there's some great stuff. There's some nuggets in there. In there. there, there, there are some nuggets. There. For sure. Um, yeah. When so when you presented this at, at Vimcon, um, and it's it's odd because I've thought about it, uh, but I think just you kind of prompting me. Uh, so I'm going to reprompt everybody listening to this. You know, pause the pause the podcast here for a second, and try to think of that coach mm. or that teacher or that that individual. You know, could have been a, a manager, could have been a supervisor, could have been a a parent who knows that yeah. that really impacted you, that really pushed you to to see your potential. Um, so it comes to mind for me was it was actually my teacher and uh, my my coach. It was pretty impressive because it was his first year teaching, and I had him. He was my um, he was a defensive coach, and then he also uh, taught history, which you know you've probably had one of those teachers right where they do such a good job that that becomes your your favorite subject right yeah like it, it totally. may not have been at the time Absolutely. but now it is right they can they can instill that excitement and and they can make you yeah they can make you really excited to to learn and you know the, the interesting thing I, I haven't talked to him um, I saw him actually out and about randomly in in town like I was out getting mm-hmm. lunch or something and I ran into him but he had like kids hanging off of him and his wife waiting in the car. So I couldn't really chop it up with him uh, like I wanted to. But I haven't had the chance to go back and ask him like anything. And right. and when you were sure. talking about this, it, I was like, I gotta I gotta reach out. Figure I out gotta, yeah. yeah, I gotta talk to him because sure. just so I was I inspired horrible. you. Is that what is you that inspired what? me? Yeah, that's right. I inspired so, him. So let's right. just get that off. That's the right. Tape. The, the student has become the master. <laughs> there we go. <laughs> <laughs> So, um, you know, but the, the fact of the matter is I was not a great student 
in, in high school. You don't say. Yeah, I, not a lot of people know this about me, but uh, yeah, not yeah, not super engaged. I was a I was a pretty apathetic student. Um, you know, it was hard for me to see like the the purpose, the the big picture. Right, I didn't want to go the traditional, um, you know, go to go to college and. Mm you know, get burdened with a bunch of debt route. Right. So I'm not a big fan of college either. Yeah. We can't tell. And uh, and so, so I was wondered like, you know, did he see potential in me or was he just such a good coach Mm. that like, you know, maybe he sees potential in everybody Mm. or maybe, you know, maybe it started as like, and this is what I kind of think is like, well, Hey, I'm going to, I'm going to coach everybody Mm. on my team, Mm. you know, or my class in this case. Um, I'm not going to just cherry pick the A players. I'm not going to cherry pick the people that, that seem like they have the potential. Yeah, I'm just um, going to do it for everybody. Give yeah. everybody an opportunity. And, and even somebody who maybe is even like resistant to that idea. Because I was resistant to the idea of like work hard on this project. Do your homework every day. Right. You know, give it your best effort. Um, but he pushed me and, and he challenged me. He mm. challenged me to do better and he challenged me to, to work harder. And... Mm. So I would encourage everybody to look at it from from that POV. Like, yeah. for those of you that are leaders um, <clears throat> listening to this this episode, um, treat everybody on your team like that. Treat yeah. coach everyone on your team. That's great. And you might have to coach people differently, mm-hmm. but make sure that you're making that effort. Like, yeah, who knows who you're going to make an impact on, right? Yeah, yeah. What does this person need, or what is this? What what can I say? What can I do that's going to help this person to to progress? Right, right. In, yeah, in their skill set or, or whatever. Yeah, and and you made this point. Um, not everyone is a is a coach, you know. Mm-hmm. Um, listening to this episode, and mm-hmm. and maybe for some of some of you, maybe that's a, a yet. You know, maybe it's a yeah a when, yeah. not an if. Mm-hmm. You're you're going to become a coach. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, Michael Jordan at, at one point said that his greatest uh, strength or his best skill was that he was coachable. That's yeah. awesome. Yeah. He said, you know, I, I was a sponge and I was aggressive to learn, Yeah, which is interesting, right? Cause it, it, we're not going to dive into this. We'll, we'll get into it later. So you guys may have to reference another, another episode for this, but Alec talks about the four attributes of a, a 10 out of mm-hmm. 10. Right. Mm-hmm. And, and one of those is skill and one of those is character. And it's interesting how, Michael Jordan kind of married those two, you know, because that that humility to learn, um, but also that that action um, of default aggressive, and and kind of baking that in as a skill. I thought that was a really interesting idea, right? To to basically cross these three different, completely separate ideas as far as what makes you a 10 out of 10 mm. and kind of bring them together under this umbrella of like be humble be coachable yeah, yeah. make that a skill set and i think that's di- I, I think that's difficult for, i mean maybe maybe for some people it's more difficult than others you know what i mean just to be like to take the the people's advice you know we have we have <clears throat> our pride or our ego that a lot of times can can get in the way or like hey mm-hmm. i know I know better than than you or you yeah. know what I mean like you don't know what it's like or you know yeah. what I mean like the relatability piece I think yeah uh, a lot of times put people put up walls and you're like yeah you, you don't understand me you think you get mm-hmm. me but you don't you know what I mean yeah and um, I think that obviously that's a huge part of, of being being able to be coached is you got to be yeah you got to be humble and um, yeah you know they I, I've 
everybody's probably heard this before, but when the when the when the student is ready, the teacher will appear. You know mm -hmm. what I mean? And yeah. and that concept and idea that um, you gotta you gotta open yourself up to this. You know, and and you think that you've mastered this close or the door pitch or something like that. I guarantee, I guarantee, there's something that you could do that. To, oh yeah. That that's could make you better. They can yeah. progress, and and maybe it's only maybe it only gets you that one extra deal a month. But guess what? That's one extra deal, and yeah. that adds up over over time you know and so oh yeah um it, we're, we're continuing learning and you know we talked about it at vimcon a lot um you know in, being in constant beta right yeah but we're continuing learning and and we're figuring this out and um you know it, anyways in, in 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 summing up that idea of, of coaching and, and and the difference between a coach and a manager and you know you again you think about those people that that influenced and and you know the John Wooden said, um, a good coach can change a game, a great coach can change a life. Uh -huh. And it, again, your, you know, your high school math or history teacher, history you said? Yeah. yeah. Um, and, and football coach, yeah. And football coach, like he, he probably helped you win some games and get some strategies and uh -huh. figure out how to play football, right? Yeah. But, but, um, but he made an impact in your life. I mean, if you remember him to this day uh -huh. and you know him by name, like, that's an impact, yeah. you know, and so um, this idea that we're well, well uh, you know, I, I, I talked about it in my in my in my VimCon speech. Like, how do we, how can we take action and become a coach for other people? And and one of those the a couple ideas that I had around that was um, was going for impact, right? Um, um, you know these these conversations that we're having with reps or you know as leaders um, calling them up and, and reaching out to them and helping them through uh, you know a day or a situation or a, hey how'd the day go what'd you run into today um, how'd that deal go what were the obstacles that you encountered how do you think you could have handled them better um, right these these helping them to develop the right mindset and and uh, you know, t talking about what's you know who's who's pushing you to the next to the next limit, and so we gotta again go going for impact when we're helping coach somebody or you're being coached yourself. Um, the, the impact and and it's not like one thing that's said that makes a huge difference. You know, you think about your coach, you think about your right, actually even mm -hmm. your football coach. It's not like. There was one thing that he said that just was like, oh, yeah, wow, okay, this is it. Like, it was a constant thing. Like, he mm -hmm. taught you in school, and then he taught you on the field, and then, right, yeah. it was a constant, almost a daily yeah, there, interaction, I mean, there's, right? There's interactions that I can remember that, that stand out, but if you, if you separate everything mm -hmm. else, I don't remember those interactions. They're, they're not memorable for me because yeah. he didn't make the impact on the day-to-day on the, the little things mm -hmm. yeah. yeah totally so um so again going going for impact um, um a lot of these conversations again can certainly happen during during the evening time um you know kind of after after the field field time after you're out of the field um the second one is to um know them know what they want help them to know what they want and and create and help them to create a plan to get it Right, so um, in in coaching somebody, it, it shouldn't it shouldn't necessarily be our desire for them, right? It shouldn't be like, man, I 
man, I really like this, you know, this guy or gal. She's going to she's going to crush it. I want her to be my manager. You know what I mean? And it's like, I'm going to make her a manager. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Right. Like nobody's going to be made into anything that they don't want to become. And so you want to, you want to show them that, that this is actually what they want. And I've had that happen before too. I've talked to, I've had a talented uh, rep sitting in front of me and he's like, no, I don't, I don't want to lead. I just want to, I just want to sell. Yeah. I'm like, that's cool, and that's what you think you want, but you actually want to manage. <laughs> you know I mean? But but I'm not going to tell them that. I'm not going to say, well, let's set a goal for you to become assistant manager. Um, but I'd certainly start to, again, start to yeah. kind of plant seeds and help them to understand that. Yeah, well, I know I said I was going to interrupt, but I have to. On yeah, this you one. sure do. Because uh, two, two things that are like, one, maybe you're... Maybe you're setting the goal too low for this individual, yeah. right? Maybe, yeah, maybe totally. They're like, you're like, yeah, yeah you're no, gonna be great ASM. Sure. They're like, no, I want to be freaking regional. Right. Yeah. 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 Exactly. Absolutely. That's a good point. So, so that's why it is super important to to know what these guys want, because like, yeah, you you potentially are developing them, you know, differently mm-hmm. based on on what their expectations are. Sure. Because maybe you can see that for them. You can see, yeah, no ASM, like, yeah, little. We'll tweak here, we'll tweak there. We got you there. Yeah. But they're like, no, no, dude, regional. And yeah. you're like, oh, okay. Whoa. Yeah. So we got a lot of work to do. Yeah. Let, let's get ready, right? <laughs> Set those expectations yeah. with them. Um, and then the other thing that, that you mentioned, and I was actually talking to to one of the folks on my team uh, yesterday about this idea, where, <laughs> you know, where you said like, oh, they said I just want to be a rep, and you're like, ah, oh, okay, well, we're gonna get you the manager, but you don't you don't tell them that, right? Um, is what I've noticed in a lot of cases with really good coaches is it, it's almost, yeah, their, their influence is almost sub-perceptible, yeah, right? right? right. Um, in, the, in the sense that, like, I've even heard some, some managers uh, that have said, like, well, I didn't get the same, you know, training as so Oh, sure. Or, yeah, they, they had it easy or, you know, they got this, they got that. Yeah. And, and again, it's easy to zoom out and be like, wow, like, no, no, you, you're not like self-made. You didn't figure this out on your own. You had a lot of help along the way. And, and for them to not be able to recognize that I think is actually a sign of a, of a pretty good coach. Right. And and going back to. That they can't recognize it, you say? Well, that the, the individual that was being coached yeah. can can have a hard time recognizing how much influence that person had on yeah. them, right? Yeah. And, and a lot of times that can just be ego getting in the way. It can yeah. just be a lack of humility, which if we take if we take Michael Jordan as, as the example, you know, he didn't give a whole lot of credit to to Phil Jackson. You're right. Or to That's my true. my good friend Tim Grover. <laughs> um, good buddy. He took a lot of that credit for himself. Like if you watch his uh, like his Hall of Fame acceptance speech, it's it's, it's pretty me. apparent. It's yeah, me. he's given himself a lot of the credit. And he <laughs> deserves some. Like sure. you know, Phil Jackson and, and Tim Grover couldn't take anybody and, and turn him into true. a Hall of Famer. Yeah. So there had to be something there. But man, does Phil Jackson deserve a lot of that credit, credit. right? Mm, yeah. And and again, it's the people around can see that, but sometimes that individual struggles yeah. to really yeah. see like how much this person did for you. Yeah, so so good, as a as a point. coach, it's actually really important. You know, we, we talk about like you can't make a ten unless you're a ten. 
it's important for you to have the same traits and characteristics you want the people you, you coach to have. Like you have to have the humility. You have to be okay with like doing most of the work and taking none, none of the, the credit. credit. Yeah. Yeah. That's a great that's a great point. This is why we podcast together. This is why my sentences. Yeah. <laughs> that's what you wanted to co-host. That's right, that's right, dude. That's what I wanted to co-host. I didn't want to do this just on my own here. No. You know what I mean? I could have. I could have if I wanted to. You could have, yeah. <laughs> um but no, I, I I like the um I like the idea of having it come from the individual. You know what I mean? Like like help them to see really what they want and it might be unclear to them but um when you can help people get things that they want that's that's fun you know i mean that's exciting that's that's not only exciting for them but it's exciting for you for you as a as a leader or or a coach and um when you can coach them on you know hey this is you know they say they come to you and say hey this is what i want this is what i accomplish sweet i can totally get you there are you Right? Are you willing to, to learn? Are you willing to do what I do what I ask you to do? Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Again, that takes a level of humility. But then, if you can coach them and, and actually help them accomplish, you know what they set out to do, and it, it, it's a great it's a great reward. I mean, that's a huge reward of being a being a coach is seeing that happen. I've seen that happen several times. You know, where people are like, "This is my goal." I'm like, "Sweet, I I, I totally got your back. Let's." I'll do everything I can to, to get you there. Mm-hmm. It's going to be uncomfortable. It's going to be, I'm going to push you probably harder than you want to be pushed. You yeah. know what I mean? And, and I'm, I'm, uh, I, I selected a, an individual that I'm coaching three months, three month coaching session, uh, which is pretty in depth and a big commitment for, for me and also the, also the represent, uh, also the rep. But, um, that was a conversation. I'm like, dude, if I'm going to do this, I'm going to commit to you. You need to commit to me. Like yeah. you need, you need to, do what I say, and, and I'm gonna I'm gonna push you. And you, when you think you have a good day, I'm gonna say that's not good enough, dude. Yeah. Like we gotta, you gotta keep pushing. Yeah, you know what I mean. Like two leads a day isn't gonna cut it. Yeah, <laughs> totally. Well, and you have to have that at some point, right? You have to have that agreement. You have to have that commitment. Yeah. Um, with the person that, that you're coaching, and it doesn't have to be yeah. official and, and formal. Um, just even as simple as, as what you did, which was yeah. like, hey, just heads up. Like, yeah, we're gonna do this thing, but yeah. sometimes you're not gonna like what I have to say. Totally. But hey, to I, I got your best interests here at, at, at heart, right? Yeah. You gotta say it and you gotta mean it. Um, and they will be, yeah, extremely grateful. Yeah, well, and, 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 and a lot of times, and you know, again, for, for leaders who are listening to this, it's you can't be afraid to get into the the nitty and nitty gritty you know what I mean like like depending on what they're what they're we we know that what happens outside of the work or in the field has an impact on work right so what movies or what books or you know what things we're putting into our into our minds and also into our bodies right like who who expects to throw down and and hit big goals when on on a Saturday if they're out on a Friday night, throwing back some brewskis, right. yeah. <laughs> you know, or getting wasted on a weekend or something like that. Like, how yeah. effective is that going to be? Right. It's absolutely going to have an impact on what they're on what they're doing that, on that Saturday morning. You yeah. know what I mean? And how and how many leads and how many deals they can get they can get wrapped up. And so, uh, again, it's it's sometimes it's probably uncomfortable to to be coached to that extent, and maybe 
people have never been that involved in your in your life and making mm-hmm. decisions. And I, I think it's different than, it's very different from being micromanaged, right? Yeah. Because this is something that, that you want, right? And this person yes. is helping, committing to you to help you get what you want. It's not right. like they're, they're saying, hey, do your job and what'd you do? And, you know, like, mm-hmm. um, yeah, it, again, yeah. keeping that in perspective that, well, that they're there to help you. Yeah, that's why that agreement is, is important, yeah. you know? Yeah. And, and one of the things, um, I, I want to hear your thoughts, like if, if you have any other uh, thoughts on, on how to do this effectively. But when it comes to goal setting, right? When it mm-hmm. comes to, you know, those things and, and somebody says, yeah, you know, my goal is it's two solds uh, a week. So mm-hmm. eight, eight a month. And you're like, eh, I'm not going to, I'm not going to put in three months coaching for you to be shooting for mm-hmm. two solds mm-hmm. uh, a week. That, that's mm-hmm. not high enough, right? Yeah. We, we got to step that up, step up those expectations. Um, but, you know, you shouldn't. You shouldn't necessarily call them out in that manner. Um, you want them. You what, what's the the movie Inception, right? Where you're putting putting these oh, thoughts into somebody's head. That's what you want to do with with these people. Like, if their goal's too low and it's it's below your expectations, it's got to be their idea in some manner to raise it, right? Yeah. It, it can't be you coming in and with an iron fist like hey nope it's got to be this because they're not gonna they're not gonna hold themselves to it they're not gonna hold themselves accountable and you still need their their accountability in this even if you're coaching them you know and you're pushing them and they have that you know that person in their corner um if if they're not like yeah if they're not bought in on that idea yeah they're they're gonna mail it in you know i think i think sometimes it's I mean, you kind of gotta you gotta open their mind up, and sometimes that can be difficult, you know. And I, I, I actually, right. I think back a conversation I was I was having with the rep. This wasn't even that long ago, um, and uh, I was like, "Hey, how was you know how was the, how was the year? What do you, you've been doing this for a full year now?" Mm-hmm. And uh, I'm like, "How much money did you make last year?" And uh, and he told me, and um, I I was like, "Can I be honest with you?" I'm like that sucks Mm -hmm. like that's not even that's not even close to enough and he's like he's like really like that's the most money I've ever made in my life I'm like that's great (laughs) but that's not like don't don't bust your butt in this this is way too hard of a job to to make that kind of money like like you're worth more than that right you know and I kind of had a heart-to-heart with him it's like dude buddy open your mind up like you are you're worth way more than that Mm -hmm. you're a six-figure kind of guy yeah. Like you absolutely are. Right. You have the skill set. We have the. You're in the right industry. You're in the right area. Yeah. Um, like I want to see you take it to the next level. And you know, it, it, it was cool to kind of see his mind kind of open oh, up to that sure. idea. And I don't think he ever thought of right. himself as a six figure kind of guy. Yeah. And I'm like, dude, you totally are. are you kidding me? Yeah. You know what I mean? And, well, and so helping and them to a, see that potential. Yeah, you know? and that could be a perfect like route to go. Right. As as you're setting goals with these guys, and you're like. Hey, so yeah, what do you, what do we, let's look at solds, you know, yeah. each month. Uh, yeah, like eight. Okay. Um, and, and you're like, that's not high enough in, in yeah. your head. Like, well, hey, how much did you earn last year? Mm-hmm. Right? Yeah. Oh, you know, whatever. Uh, $80,000. Mm-hmm. It's great. I had such a good year. Yeah, that, yeah. that sucks, right? Yeah. You, you should be earning more. You're a six-figure earner. And then you revisit 
that goal, yeah. right? And it changes the perspective. And so it's it's still their idea, like, yeah. but they changed it because yeah, yeah. you were able to open up their mind on on what the potential is, mm-hmm. right, you know? Right, right. So that, and then, that's- And they get behind it. Yeah, totally. exactly, yeah. Well, and, and an, another another kind of idea and concept that, that I was talking about in the, in the training, um, was this idea of kind of having a, you know, I, we're talking about coaching and we're talking about like spotters, right? Having a spotter come with you. And you, you think about going to the gym and I'm, a, I'm obviously a, a huge gym goer. Um, Sorry, you Axel, make the time for the podcast today. <laughs> I know. I'm getting in. Well, I'm getting my reps in. Yeah, Hang on. Yeah. I'm getting my reps. Uh, uh, one, right. two, three, four hundred and fifty. <laughs> um, yeah, but but the uh, you know one of the big reasons why you don't you don't want to go to the gym by yourself besides the the, fa- the fact of accountability is the you know just showing up and being there mm-hmm. is like somebody to push you. You know what I mean? You you need somebody in your you need a spotter to push it, you know. And and when when you think you don't have one rep left, and maybe you if you were on your own, you probably wouldn't do that last rep because yeah. you're like, I don't want this bar to come crushing down on my chest. Yeah. Right. Um. And and uh, they're like, Come on, one more, one more. Let's go. Mm-hmm. Let's push it up. You know what I mean? And they're yeah. pushing it, and maybe they're helping you a little bit. But that that last rep, you get a ton of strength out of it. You get a ton of growth. That's where growth happens, right? Absolutely. Yeah. And that's like. You look at any of the, the the greats in the sport, you know, of bodybuilding. Mm-hmm. It's the people that that had good trainers, they had mm-hmm. good coaches, they had people that could help them push through mm-hmm. those last reps, those last sets. Like it's you know when when I was working out once upon a time, uh, yeah, long time ago. Obviously. Yeah, when I was in when I was in the in terms of like physical strength and and capabilities it was because i had somebody that mm-hmm. was reliable that could hold me accountable and there was there was there spotting me yeah. you know almost yeah. every single day that's where yeah 90% of my strength gains came that's from that's crazy if i was doing it on my own i'd be i don't know i don't even know I don't know where i'd be right now i don't want to think about bait. it <laughs> Well, I think about it, and it was kind of a cool thing that happened at, at VimCon when we, um, I, I had everybody, I led some everybody in push-ups, you know what I mean? Because mm-hmm. I didn't, I hadn't got my set in the morning. Um, yeah. <laughs> that's the way to do it. That's the way to do it. Like everybody's gonna do them, man. Yeah. If I gotta do them, so everybody busted out some some push-ups, and it was really cool for me because it was, you know, there's there was hype, there was excitement, there was a lot of energy in the room, mm-hmm. and. Um, both me and you got our personal records yep. that day, yeah. right? I got yep. 76 and you got 25? 20, 26. 26. Yeah. <laughs> 10, 10, 10, 10, 107. 107, yeah. oh snap. Yeah. That is an all time record, yeah. That's awesome, man. 107 push-ups back to back, that's pretty, that's yeah. freaking hard. That's yeah. freaking hard. And it totally, it was, it was having we were pushing having it, some remember? pressure because you were the last one. Yeah, we're like, yeah. let's go, Axel, let's exactly. go. And everybody's around you. Yeah, and you're like, yeah I can do this. <laughs> right, and like, some hype. you know, yeah. Prior to that, I think, well, I, I did 99. Mm. Um, prior to that 99, I think I had done like 86 or something as my record. Wow. And and that 86 was actually harder than that 107 because I crazy. did the 86. By myself. Oh yeah, yeah. yeah. I think I was down, you know, visiting Rancho Cucamonga, sitting in a hotel room, like nobody around. There's nobody pushing me. Right. Yeah. 
it, it helps to have that. Well, it's funny because, you know, I did that 76 and then the next morning, guess how many I did in a row? 51. 51. You know what I mean? Like, what the heck? Yeah. I'm like, I was, and I was done. I yeah. was like, oh, I can't right. go another one. You know yeah. what I mean? And I was just like, how the heck did I do 76? Yeah. You know what I mean? Sure. And it's well, just that's, a, I mean, that's why I bought a, a, I bought a 50 pound weight vest. Because yeah. Oh, I bought a hundred pound weight ooh. vest. Ooh. <laughs> I'm <laughs> just kidding. You, you know, you throw that thing on, and you don't you don't have a choice. Yeah. You have to do the push-ups and the weight yeah. vest. I mean, you can take it off, but um, so that's mm. you know, without having a coach, like you got to get really, really creative. Yeah, that's why you want a coach. That's why you need a coach. Well, and that's why. Yeah, that's why you want to You want a spotter. You want somebody who's you know. I I want you guys to think who's who's your spotter. Yeah. Who's who's somebody that that pushes you, maybe makes you feel uncomfortable, but, but sees potential in you and it pushes you to that next. Cause we all, we all need it. Seek mm-hmm. after that person. I guarantee that person is right around you in your office or your, your direct manager right now, or your team leader or, or whatever Yeah. that, that they want to see you progress and they don't want to see you just progress so that they can make overrides, right? That's mm-hmm. not, that's not the whole idea. Yeah. Um, it's, they, they want to see you perform. They want to see you reach your potential because that's where, that's where it's exciting for them. That's where it's exciting for, for you as a, as a rep and an individual. So, um, yeah, but those are the main ideas and, and kind of concepts that around coaching that I, that I wanted to make sure people heard and, and understood. Yeah. And again, remember, be, be humble, stay humble, be willing to learn, willing to grow. Um, we're in a, we're in a growing industry. We're in a yep. developing industry. We're in a growth business. And, uh, now is the time to friggin' yeah. give it your all, right? Totally. Nobody, nobody made it, you know, <clears throat> put air quotes up here. Nobody made yeah. it alone. Like, yeah, absolutely. Everybody has, has had help somewhere. So, yeah. yeah, my 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 call to action, you know, for everybody listening, if you don't have a coach, a spotter, yeah, you know, find one. Mm-hmm. Just just like Eric just said, like find somebody in your office and ask them. Right. The the beautiful thing here for for any you know new new ish reps listening, anybody that didn't attend VimCon, all the leaders in the company. We're at Mimcon. Yeah. So they've heard this. Yeah. yeah they yeah, they yeah. Understand, understand the value of being a coach and for you to have a coach. So it's not gonna be weird when you're like, hey, hey can you, you coach, coach me? Yeah. Like, what, <laughs> like, are you what? what are you talking about? about? I'm a manager, I'm not a coach. That's right. <laughs> they'll they'll know. They'll know what you're talking about. Um and, and for those of you uh, listening that you know are leaders, like, yeah, start start working on coaching. Yeah. Uh, versus managing, you know, pick a managing. couple people, pick one person that you'll be like, Hey, I want to, I want to coach you. Are you, yeah. are you up for this? You know what I mean? Right. And it's a little more involved, but it's totally worth it. Yeah. And just to, just to muddy the waters a little bit more, we'll do another podcast on, on the idea of managing systems and not, not people. people. You want to coach people. Yeah. You want to manage the system. So totally. absolutely don't, yeah. Don't try to manage your people. You yeah. want to coach your people. And yeah. You want to manage the systems that enable success for them. Absolutely. Good point. It's only kind of me. <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, anyways, uh, right. yeah. Well, thanks for thanks for covering yeah, thanks, that. Guys. That was that was yeah. Some some good some good nuggets. It sure was good content. It yeah, was, it was next level. So. Yeah, we'll we'll have 
We'll have some good stuff coming up for you guys here in the next couple yeah, weeks. Yeah, we're going to meet with, the, with the, everybody kind of on their VimCon speeches and yep. kind of going over with the, what they covered so you guys can kind of be on the up and up as well. Exactly. Almost like you went to VimCon Almost. yourself. But Boom, you're welcome. We narrate, so it's maybe even a little <laughs> even better. Even a little more exciting. <laughs> All right, thanks, guys. Thanks.